All right, before we start this week's episode, I'm going to announce the launching of a, an association. Um, I'm going to get a website, a Kickstarter going for the, um, the National Forest Raking Association of America. Uh, I will be the president. Uh, we will be signing up members, uh, kind of like the NRA, you pay to be a member. Um, we'll get you a jacket and an official rake. Um, so if you live in a heavily wooded area, uh, and you would like to join the, uh, NFRAA, um, uh, come to our website, it's nfraa.com. <laughs> uh, I want to make this four nation great again. That's right. Uh, we, we gotta, we gotta find a way to combat these fires and, and the best way is, um, through a, a really good thorough raking. So, um. Good Lord, we are coming in hot. So with that being said, let's start the show. Welcome back. It's been a while. Yeah, boy. Oh. Yeah, I was sick, and then I couldn't get rid of a cough, and then I'm in school, and I just couldn't, like, a... <laughs> it's just All been sorts bad. of matter going wrong. Oh, yeah. So I go to the doctor. Like I'm not a sickly person. I'm not one of these hypochondriacs that, like, that we I don't, know. Yeah. Like I don't get sick. I don't. I don't. Um, when I get sick, I just, you know, get some Nyquil, some Theraflu, throw it in me, call it good. Like I don't go to the doctor constantly. And I hadn't been to the doctor in like 17 years, but I had the insurance, so I was like, well, I'm gonna go just just in case something like to catch something early. Like I had a spell, um, in my life personally where like two of my grandparents died from heart attacks and then two of them died from cancer. So I was like, well, let's at least get on a, a routine, a, a once a year checkup. Mm-hmm. So for about five years, um, I've been going to the same doctor and I see her once a year. And I know not everybody has my, uh, like, I, I have a weird memory. Like, I remember being a child. Like, I remember being three years old. It's weird. I see people, and I just remember them. Apparently, my doctor doesn't have that. Because two years ago, following my last checkup, I saw her on a Wednesday at 8 in the morning. I work right across the street from the hospital that she works at. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you walk out of my store... And you look, and there is the hospital. Right. So she walks out of the hospital, and she is looking at my store. The same day, I see her at 8 a.m. At 11.30, she is in my store buying vitamins. I said, hey, how are we doing? She doesn't recognize me. Come on. <laughs> so I have zero respect for my doctor like i respect the, the the police the fire department you know uh my son's doctor like i i respect people i respect all people like even the lady at mcdonald's with her three teeth and fucking gross skin like i mean she's a person so i try to like i'm i'm respectful towards her zero respect for my doctor from that moment on so i was going to use her i was like i want to get on this um I want to get on TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, uh-huh. legal steroids. Like I want to beef up. Right. I want to get bulky. So I look up all the. Uh, um, so I look up all the. Uh, the. Effects of having a low testosterone, you know, gro- um, just grogginess, like just not having the energy to perform regular duties. Um. You know, chronically tired. Yes, yes. That, that that being a big one. So I tell her, and I, I'm using all these like, chronically tired, like all these medical medical terms that I just fucking read from WebMD the night before. And she's like, okay. And then she threw me a curveball, and and I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't at the ready. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this isn't going anywhere. And she was like, well, how are your erections? I was like, fine. Ah, fucked up right there. Fucked up right there. <laughs> She's 
like, God damn it. So, blood pressure, everything's fine. Come back. Start the process again. This is last year. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I'm just really slow getting started. You know, I'm just tired all the time. Like, I come home from work. I'm in college. I'm trying to read. And I'm just falling asleep. So, I'm drinking energy drinks, you know. Right. Like, and I'm start and I told her I said I'm honestly starting to worry about the amount of caffeine that I can consume in a day. Um I was like what's a safe number and she's like well a typical cup of coffee is like 60 milligrams of caffeine. Um so 180. Um she goes how many uh how much caffeine are you consuming? I was like around 800 milligrams a day of caffeine uh <laughs> through coffee, energy drinks things of that nature and she was like good lord she's like well stop that um start eating nuts because they have natural energy i was like okay and i was ready for the erection question Mm -hmm. didn't happen and she goes well um i want you to to lose some weight and start exercising and that'll get your energy up i said okay and she's like, what are your eating habits like? And I said, typically they're pretty good, but right now like, I'm making some poor choices. Mm-hmm. And I was baiting her into, I wanted to get into a nutritional argument with her. Because at right. the time, I'd listened to like 50 hours of podcasts on nutrition. Mm-hmm. I was wanting to bury this bitch. <laughs> so she just goes, okay. And in her mind... When I said I make poor choices, she just wrote McDonald's three times a day. Mm. And at the time that that, that that physical went on, for breakfast, I was eating, um, it was alternating between bananas and peanut butter and grapes and peanut butter for breakfast. For lunch, I was having a sandwich, a ham sandwich, turkey sandwich, or peanut mm. butter and jelly sandwich. And that's what that's when I said I make poor choices because I had been eating salads for lunch. Right. But I quit taking a set-down lunch, so I would grab a sandwich and go to the back room and eat a sandwich while I'm loading a cart. Like, I quit having a set-down lunch. Right. And then my dinner was, like, protein and vegetables and all that shit. So... She assumed that I'm sitting there munching on McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, right there. She goes, stop eating McDonald's. And I just looked at her. And I said, I didn't, I don't eat McDonald's. She goes, well, whatever poor choices you're making, stop doing it. Um, exercise. So I was like, fuck you. And I leave. Mm-hmm. So I come back this year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other day. Um, and I sat down. And I get there, and the nurse comes in. She takes my blood pressure. She's like, ah, man, your blood pressure's high. And I was like, yep. I said, it's been pretty high lately. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Consistently high right. blood pressure. And she's like, okay. So the doctor walks in. <laughs> she goes, have you been uh, eating better? I was like, no. She goes, have you been working out? And I went, no. She goes, all right, well, we're going to get you a tetanus shot, and we're going to take some blood, and uh, I'll see you next year. And gets up and leaves. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that eight-minute, six-minute-long story was my fucking last five years dealing with this doctor. That's insane. It just, Yeah, just it fucking bumblefucks. Just stupid, stupid. But anyway, all right, we're not here to talk about... Well, I mean, that's that's a look into the, the, the... And part of me, I don't blame the doctor because of what the hospital, what the healthcare industry has turned into. Yes. It has turned into the healthcare industry. You know, they, they triple book... You know, I remember being a kid and... Uh, you, would, you would have your doctor's appointment at 8.15... Mm-hmm. You show up a few minutes early, fill out your paperwork, you go in, you see the doctor, and you go. Mm-hmm. Now, my appointment was for uh, 8.15, no, 
845. Right. I showed up at 745 for my appointment. I'm. It's right across the street from where I work, so mm-hmm. that's when I get to work, so fuck you. See me. Mm-hmm. No, they made me sit there. Because they had overbooked to the point that even if you get to a doctor's appointment early, you cannot be seen early. Right. And no questions about... Because <clears throat> I had a blood clot in my calf. And it that thing fucking sucked. Like, I've never had a blood clot. Like, blood clots can fucking kill you. Right. Depend on where they're at. You know, I'm not saying that I'm a fucking... I'm not a a goddamn survivor. You know, I'm not saying that... (laughs) But I'm not wearing a fucking gray pin or anything. But it's a goddamn blood clot in your body. Like, I went and I had a... It was about the size of a quarter. And it was hard. My skin was hard. on On my calf. And I went... And my doctor was out giving birth. You know, good for her. Right. But she has never once asked me about the fucking blood clot. Are you having any troubles? Is it still a thing? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a loveless marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's just bananas. Like I I want you and your doctor should have a, a relationship. Because if, like, you and me, like, if I'm going to tell you to do something, like, I know you well enough. Like, I'm not going to tell you, hey, I'm going to strike up a rugby league. Do you want to join? I'm not going to fucking ask you. Because I know you're not going to fucking do it. Right? Right. So, you should have a relationship with your doctor the same way that we have a relationship. Like, but I'm, this this woman... And I don't know why I'm stuck on her. It's just, it really irritates the fucking dick off of me. And I don't, I can't, we, we talked in a circle. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. So what's up, what's up with you? (sighs) Nothing to the same extent of what you're going on with your doctor, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, I just got a text from your sister. Nah, Your funny. other sister, not my wife. Mm. My wife! I told him to come down and bring Keaton. Get him on the podcast. Ah. <laughs> Alright, so you want to talk about some news? Well, since since we've last been together, we were going to do it after the election, but I was I was, I was was not in a good frame of mind after the post-election. Right. How are you? Better now that it's gone over a bit of time now, and we figured out that Democrats picked up more seats than... Was originally thought at the time, right? And there's still a couple more to be decided. But I'm, just, I'm so disappointed in our state, dude. Mm-hmm. And the Demo- did you hear what the Democrats said about our state? What they're just uneducated morons. Mm. <laughs> that, and, yeah, That's and you can't argue with them. It's, it's not. God wrong. damn it! But at the same time, they chose the most boring person that didn't have a message. That's another problem. He did, they didn't have anyone that would get out the energy to go and vote for him. Well, I think... And I have a theory. And judging by this last... This midterm election results. I'm going to call it right now. What is it? December 20th. Yeah. No. November. <laughs> <laughs> Better earlier. November 20th, 2018. Donald Trump's going to get reelected. I don't want this. Now, don't, don't mis, misconstrue what I'm saying with this is my hope. This is what is going to happen. And here's, do you know how I was disappointed with the election results from our state? But I went back and did some research. Mm-hmm. And this is why we couldn't do the podcast afterwards because it would have been like a four hour podcast of me screaming and breaking things. Right. <laughs> Every person that won, if you went to their Facebook page, the person that won had more likes than the person they beat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's... Like, it, it sh- we shouldn't be surprised. Right. So, when we are faced with re-election, and I'm going to get into a conspiracy theory, we're going we're gonna to slide right in. Mm-hmm. So, when faced with re-election... 
you look at Donald Trump's Facebook likes versus his his opponent's Facebook likes, and whoever has the most is going to win. But before we go there, I, I still want to get into to Tennessee because I'm really, I was really upset with this with the Senate more than the governor. Both, both okay. really like just the the governor. The, my problem with the governor is that I watched the the debate, right? And. How can you vote for a person who won't answer a fucking question? It's because certain people, they like to think themselves pro-life, but it's not true. What it really is, is they're pro-birth. There is a key difference. They don't give a shit to what happens after they are born. Mm -mm. So, which it's the most, it's the most ironic thing because... The Republicans want you to have the baby, but they don't want to give you benefits to take care of the baby. Or increase minimum wage so you can actually pay to have a house for the baby. Or get the food if they don't want to do anything. Because they're bent over the knee for businesses. And not small businesses like they always preach about that they're trying to help. Big industries like Walmart. Who, funnily enough, I don't know if you heard about this is now having the same pressure put on them as Amazon did by Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah? And they're trying to fight it, and it's hilariously the argument they're using. And, man, he can make just... And what is the word I'm looking for when when you... uh, Like the NRA's National Rifle Association? Right. The anagram? Yes. He can make an anagram out of fucking anything. Because <laughs> he used Walmart... <laughs> Oh, uh, and it has Monopoly in there. It's great. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, they're trying to fight saying they already pay above the minimum wage. I'm like, yeah, but then you don't give anyone But that's hours. not the point. The point, it's not the point. <laughs> uh, it's not dollars. It's, you should take care of your people. Like, mm-hmm. stop. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous argument and it's a ridiculous conversation, like, Businesses, they are entities that don't exist. Right. The people in them are the the conscious and the morale of the business. And you should do things. And there are companies out there that do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like Costco. Or Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry. There are companies out there that do the right thing. But the people that run the world... Mm-hmm. And the leaders, the people that we look up to, that we aspire to be like, they they are horrible, terrible, bad people. And it seems to be as a small number of them are connected yeah. to one another. So let me let me hit this Walmart story real fast, and then I want to get into um, the 20, 2020 election, mm-hmm. and then I want to get into the Maverick, <laughs> right? Because I the, I'm. It's an interesting life story. But it's a story that needs to be told. And and, yeah. and we'll get there. Okay. This is Knoxville News. Mm-hmm. Muslim woman sues Walmart for discrimination after being fired from West Knoxville store. Okay. Okay. So, as the listeners may or may not know, I was a 10-year Walmart associate... I was an eight-year assistant manager, veteran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am currently in college for business management and HR, human resources. So, with the story I'm about to tell you, if anything, if if it's true, this woman is set for life. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I'm going to read you the story as is. A Muslim woman fired last year from a West Knoxville Walmart is suing the retail giant in federal court for religious discrimination and retaliation. Intrigue on the retaliation part. The retaliation? 100%. And the when when this case goes through and when Walmart's found guilty... Mm-hmm. 
the retaliation bit is what is going to pay out the most. Right. In the lawsuit filed Wednesday, attorneys for Fidumo Sardai accused her managers and co-workers for harassing her for her religious accommodations she requested. Those incidents listed in the federal complaint include initially denying her vacation request during Muslim holy month of Ramadan and demanding she show where in the Quran it says she could not touch pork products or alcohol. Mm -hmm. And this is interesting because... I'll get, I'll, I'll, we'll circle back. Okay. She lost her job simply because she was a Muslim who was born in Somalia, says her attorney, Jerry Martin. The lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court in the Middle District of Tennessee also accuses Sardai's managers of retaliating against her after she contacts Walmart's corporate office to report the discrimination. Mm-hmm. A corporate investigator reprimanded the management of the Knoxville store at 8445 Walbrook, Walbrook Drive. Okay. Afterwards, Sardai's faces faced scheduling issues, according to the lawsuit. She was repeatedly penalized for working the shifts her supervisor told her to report for, although they did not match the times listed on the store's computerized scheduling system. Hmm. The suit said Walmart fired Sardai on November 15, 2017, citing too many attendance issues. Walmart did not immediately respond Thursday to the USA Today Network's Tennessee request for comment. Sardai 54 is suing Walmart for violation of Civil Rights Act. She is seeking an unspecified amount of damages, including back pay, loss compensation, and job benefits. See, and this is what I like. She's not suing for, like... A billion dollars. Right. She's suing for back pay, loss compensation, and benefits. Mm -hmm. But what she's going to get, she's going to get around $54 million because there is, I forget the fucking term. I just learned about it. But there is a term that you can punish a corporation for doing this. Right. And allowing this to happen. And that is... The punishment is the payment to the person. Right. And and I hate a lawsuit. You know me. You've heard me rant about right. this before. But this is a good... Th this lady is suing for the right thing. And she's going to get rewarded more than what she should. And I 100% agree. Right. Okay. Um, Sardai was born in Somalia and moved to the U.S. in the early 1990s. Uh, spent about 18 years working at Walmart stores in Tennessee. Uh, the lawsuit describes Sardai as a devout Muslim who wears a hijab, a religious head covering. She believes her religious her religion prohibits her from consuming or handling pork products and alcohol, requires her to take off work to observe religious holidays such as Ramadan and Eid, Eid al-Hadai. She spent the vast majority of her tenure with the company working in a Memphis store whose management had no issues accommodating her. That's where this store is fucked. Right. Uh, though Those included not scheduling her to work as a cashier or in the Memphis store grocery department so she could avoid handling pork products and alcohol. Plaintiffs was able to be a model employee for 15 years at a store while she practiced her religion and complying with its restrictions. So she works 15 years at a Memphis store mm -hmm. with no problem and then transfers. And then all. In 2014, Sardai moves to Knoxville in order to be closer to her daughters who live in East Tennessee, who live in the East Tennessee city. She transferred to West Knoxville store where a human resource employees assured her that the store could accommodate her religious restrictions, which they can. Right. But in the spring of 2015, her request to take vacation day during Ramadan was initially denied, the lawsuit said. The next year, the store manager told her she could not return to work until she provided textual proof from the Quran about being able to touch pork products and alcohol. Hmm. Hmm. Now, this is one of those... Um, this is one of those uh, issues where... 
back when the Quran was written, you handled things like if you killed a pig, you just threw the pork chop and somebody caught it. Right. So you don't handle raw meat. You are handling packaging. Mm-hmm. But it's you are still so it's it's a technicality. Right. So this store manager is trying to get I think it's a woman. The store manager's trying to get her load on by saying, Well, you're not handling pork, you're touching plastic. Right. You're not you're not handling alcohol, you're touching glass. Yeah, she's but you're transport you're you're still handling alcohol inside the container. Yeah, they're trying to be cutesy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, her colleagues complained that she did not have to stock shelves in the grocery department as they did. According to the lawsuit, she also faced complaints questioning why she could not act like her Iraqi Muslim co-worker who did handle pork products and alcohol. That's that the Iraqi Muslim that's mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, so for those of you who don't know, Certain religions, mostly the Muslims, Islams, Jews, you know, they 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 put a stigma on pork, but there are there are Jewish people who eat pork. So if you work with a Jewish person and he eats pork, he doesn't speak for the rest of the Jews that work in the building. Mm-hmm. And there are some religions that say you can't have shellfish. Most of those yeah. don't actually follow that. Right. Uh, Sardes' daughter helped her write a complaint. To Walmart's corporate office, a corporate investigator issued a verbal reprimand to the West Knoxville store manager who pleaded to accommodate Sardai going forward. After this intervention, Walmart continued to treat plaintiff differently through differently than her colleagues. Notably, Walmart reduced plaintiff's hours of work. That's retaliation, and you fucked up, man. Yep. You can't do that. And assigned her to work alone with no support more and more frequently. Eh. That's my story every day. <laughs> yeah. In 2017, she took off work for Ramadan and was no longer on the schedule when she returned. The lawsuit said eventually the scheduling system listed her shifts as 6 a.m. to 3 p.m., but her supervisor told her to work 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. with the rest of her team. She was penalized for not working in accordance to the computerized scheduling system. The store fired her on her day off. That's a big no-no. Mm. She made complaints how she was being treated in writing to Walmart's corporate office. Under the law, it's illegal to retaliate against an employee for invoking the rights under Title VII or questioning management for what you believe are discriminatory practices. Sardai does not have a high does not have a high school diploma. Was unable to find. Com- Parable work in Knoxville and was forced to move to Nashville to live with friends. The lawsuit said she is currently enrolled in high school equivalency classes to improve her employment options. Sweetie, you're not going to need it. You're going to be made in the shade. Mm-hmm. And it this isn't... Like, it sucks because you are going to be affected by this. Because right. you currently work for said company. Um, and the people that work for Walmart are going to be affected by this. Mm-hmm. Because one, one store manager, you can't, you can't fucking do that. Right. And I totally understand and I agree with you that she deserves it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for what they have done. No. And Walmarts do it all the time. Just to a much lesser obvious degree. Yeah. And... The fact that this story doesn't have that much traction bothers me because it's the right thing to do. This is it's, this is a time when the um, Anti-Discrimination Act, Title VII, um, and the anti-retaliation policies for companies, this is a time when you bring this up. This isn't a misuse of it. This is an abuse of power. She isn't jockeying for anything that she doesn't right. deserve. This 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 story should be the 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 lead story on across all news because so, it's the right thing to do. And I believe I understand why this isn't hit mainstream media at all because this is honestly the first time I heard about it is when you're telling right. me this just now. Is honestly it doesn't fit into their narrative because yeah. instead of ooh, being afraid of Muslims, being afraid of Muslims, it is abuse on a Muslim. Yeah. 
And not only that, one who was just trying to get closer to their fucking children. Yeah. And who'd worked for the company for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know this person. I don't know the... the obviously, I, I, I would love to see the correspondence between right. corporate and, and this person. Um, but to me, there are people who would make ridiculous requests as a... Like, as a former manager, like, there are people mm-hmm. who make requests, and you're just like, ugh. You know, but... And, yeah, sometimes it is... It, it, it sucks, but just... Like, for example, um, I was an overnight manager in a store, and we had 13 employees on the overnight crew. Mm-hmm. Eight were called in for jury duty at the same time. Damn. Nobody fucking helped me. Like no store sent help, you know the right. the, and but I'm not a protected class, so that was a hardship that I had to endure. So a person comes and says, "I want to work in your store. I can't handle pork. I can't handle alcohol, right? And I need these times off. That's fine. You know that is a reasonable request. Mm-hmm. Now what she didn't like, she wasn't." wanting to work in the and here's the thing like these are super sinners right you're not working at these rinky dink old little tiny walmarts that close like for people that don't know knoxville tennessee is the town that a university is in it is a goddamn super center there are people that probably work three days in that store that don't know where all the bathrooms are so the fact that she she didn't have to touch alcohol or pork, I don't know what job she had, mm-hmm. but th- it doesn't matter. You put her in apparel. Right. Put her in automotive. Put her in maintenance. Fabrics and crafts. Fabrics and one. crafts. I mean, the, the, it, it's this store manager felt like this person... Didn't belong. Yeah, this this for whatever reason the store manager did not like this person, and wanted to take it out on him. Mm-hmm. And now, and you you know I have a problem when people demand that people be fired, but that store manager fucked. Mm-hmm. That management team in that store fucked for not saying anything. Yes, the <clears throat> district manager, the district HR person. Oh, holy monkey. The first time that that gets reported as an as me being yeah, a uh, they all should a, have been checking an, up on an this. HR student. Yeah, that's on your radar. You make that a weekly monitoring. Like granted this happened in a course of 3 years. Right. But you you make that a, a point like you are not going to tolerate this. Especially this... when it's an employee that's been there for 15 years yeah. with no issues. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't hear that. Um, um, this is something I don't know if you actually heard about or not. This actually happened to our local Walmart. Did you hear about the shooting? I, well, I heard about it when um, my wife sends me a text or a, a screenshot of drive-by at the Elizabeth and Walmart, and I respond with, I didn't do it. I'm already at work. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I totally expect them to start making us do monthly video training of, you know, I think it's like avoid, deny, defend, whatever they yeah. want to call it. It's like... So what happened? Do you know? Because I've read the stories. They're being pretty tight-lipped about this. I haven't heard the whole story. I heard <coughs> what happened is most of the employees that I talked to didn't know there was a shooting until way in the afternoon. And it happened during the morning. <laughs> Because the dude who got shot drove himself to the hospital. Nice. Yeah. That's some balls on you. I can understand he didn't want to pay an ambulance fee, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, and that Walmart's yeah, really close to the I hospital. I didn't see any police, any investigation going on huh. when I came in at all. Not even the So, slightest. was it like a customer angry at an employee? Was it two customers? Was Don't it? Don't have a clue. No clue? That's yeah, not that's what, slipped out. They're not... Um, <coughs> but yeah, I just want to be stated that in the training video that they show, yeah. 
it literally says they can't do anything to prevent them. I'm like, Walmart has lobbyists. They could pay to have stronger gun regulations. Yes, they are. They just don't want to do it because it hurts their bottom line. Right. <laughs> so clearly, they don't care. I mean... They know what's going to happen. They just could... want to annoy the employees with these trainings being ramped up over and over again. Yeah, that don't well, do thing. the fact... Because I literally, like, just a few... Just an hour ago, I was upstairs and I was on Google News and they had local news on there. And the local news was like the... The Walmart shooting, the person's not in life-threatening. Mm-hmm. Um, his wounds weren't life-threatening, and they're not releasing any information at the time. So there's something going on with it. Like, I don't, I mean, we're not real right. gang activity. I mean, somebody could strike up the Hatfields and McCoys again. Let More that like pop off. the Ku Klux Klan's up here. <laughs> right. So I don't, I don't know what it's about. I was hoping you had heard some rumors. Unfortunately, no. Just know the guy drove himself to the hospital. So it was probably two customers. Possible. And I'd love for an employee to shoot a customer just once. I would. <laughs> but yeah. Just on the related topic. That's why I brought that up. Alright, there are a couple things. Um, there's one thing that really bothered me. Hmm. This, well, this one's funny, then we'll... I don't even know how we're going to tackle all this. Where do you want to go next? Oh, well, you can do funny into the to the polls or whatever you want to talk about as the, far as the, the midterms. The 2020? Yeah. I'm just going to read you this headline because it's a great headline. An elderly woman worried about the meth she was smoking, so she took it to the doctor to make sure it was good. <laughs> Fucking genius. <laughs> hey, Doc. So I'm smoking these rocks, right? Does this look right to you? Man, I want to hear that 85-year-old woman talk. God damn. Or no, sorry, 73. She Where's just the fucked fuck her. Did I get 85? She is going to jail and never oh, coming back out. She's in Florida. Of course. But she's a she's a little old white lady. Jesus Christ. But I want to hear I want her to like speak such like do you watch Breaking Bad at all? No. No. God no. damn. You know what like, she needs to be though? The next Attorney General. Like I'm, I'm just promote that bitch to Attorney General. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah. But it's funny because it, ha- like, hey Doc, you know I'm smoking this glass, this ice. Fuck me. <laughs> hey, did you see the picture of that black guy that got arrested with the neck? You didn't mm. see that? No. Hold on, I sent it to a buddy. Um, Is it changing color because it got too much bling? What's going on? Just all right. His neck is bigger than his head. That's <laughs> thick. With two C's. I was listening. I was listening to something they said. With a neck like that, you can drink peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there was a at the Dart Championships. Did you hear about this? No. At the Dart Championships, the dude, the guy won. And they were interviewing the guy that lost, and he was like, you know, they were like, so, you know, what happened? And he goes, I went up there to throw my final dart, and the dude farted, and it stunk so bad that I couldn't throw, I couldn't, I couldn't throw my dart. Mm-hmm. And so they asked the winner, they said, hey, man, the guy said that you went up there and dropped ass. And he goes, if I farted like that, he goes, it was him. He was farting all day. He goes, if I had farted like that, I would have shit myself. <laughs> God apologizes for gendered language in the Bible. Uh-huh. From who? From heaven. No. Yeah. No. It says it says heaven. Remorseful for using terms that fly in in the face of contemporary progressive sensibilities, God Almighty issues an apology Tuesday for gendered language found throughout his word, the Holy Bible. Who the fuck is saying this? <laughs> God said this. God apologized. No, no, no. He's not a real being. He speaks through mediums. What crazy ass thinks he says this? Well, he he already said you were not going to hear from me again, so shut the fuck up. That's right. Another reason why you can't prove he exists. Solid story. Oh, Jesus. It's almost as terrible as 
All right. Know. You remember the story of the, the homeless vet that got the woman I gassed? I heard about this. Yeah, that's making national news. I know it was national news to begin with, but we were skeptical from the beginning, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like too many convenient So places. for those of you who don't know, the homeless vet that got the woman spent his last $20 on gas, they started GoFundMe, raised $400,000 for him. He gets mad and sues them because they've only given him $75,000. Come to find out, it's all a ruse. Wow. They concocted this plan. And it's not like they were friends and already knew. They actually found a random homeless guy to go in on this. Yeah, well, from what I'm reading, the the boyfriend and the homeless man met at a casino. Because mm. the girlfriend is claiming she's innocent. She was yeah. a pawn in this. However, the prosecutor has texts that she sent to her friends saying, we made this story up. Yeah, they straight up moved him onto their property so they could keep an eye on him. Yeah. Keep the story in check. So why not give up the money, man? Why not OD the guy? Again, why not go out there and like, here, you, you know he's going to take it all. You give him give him $75,000, and you make sure he kills himself with drugs. But the problem with that is, and the reason I can bet they didn't do this, is because if that happened, there'd be a demand for refunds. Then that money would return. Well. And they would have to give up the money. No. Yeah. They could have played it where, they, where it wouldn't. Because GoFundMe, the, the refunds of GoFundMe are... It's pretty ironclad. Um, they could have rented him. They could have got him a, a, a trailer or whatever. Or rented him an apartment. Mm-hmm. And they could have given him the money. And he withdrew the money. And then they could have kept saying how he was doing so good, so good. And then they OD him. Like, let him OD and he dies. And then you keep all the money. It's simple, man. You just have to have the balls to kill somebody. But you don't. So you, you with your girlfriend and this homeless guy, you're trying to figure out how you're going to... You and your girlfriend decide you want to fuck this homeless man out of money that you're just trying to fuck the world out of money. Mm-hmm. I like how we're trying to plan out how they should have done it. You should have killed him. <laughs> if you want to kill... Now, they're, they are going to jail for 10 years. That is awesome. There's by far worse crooks out there that have not gone to jail at all. I know. And that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I want to segue into the court system. Mm-hmm. But, but we need to... I'm trying to keep us on point. But yeah, it's bullshit that these people are going to go away for 10 years for trying to run a scam on on us. They ran a scam on us, so fuck them. But we're getting scammed all the time. <laughs> um, you're getting scammed because you don't know what time it is. <laughs> but we're getting scammed all the time by people. So we're going to throw the book at these people. But let let people who say use their own personal email accounts uh, and discuss White House business, they're going to get off. They're not going to jail. After they demanded lock her up, lock her up for the exact same motherfucking thing. Right? So that's nothing that she could have thought that it couldn't have been on her mind beforehand. I'm glad you brought up Ivanka. Aren't you? I was, I was, I, I was hoping you would take that bait. Yeah. Jesus Christ! If I'm Donald, like, if I'm Donald and I win the election, I look at my kids and I said, if one of you motherfuckers sends a fucking email about the goddamn White House from your fucking Gmail account, I will cut your fucking tits off. Quote. What are you doing? Now watch. <laughs> Knowing him, he was like. Well, it was a very strong email. It had to be protected. Private. Yeah. God damn. Douche nozzle. Oh. 
I so demand, I demand to see those emails. A little bit. Produce yes. Them. Oh fuck. Hashtag. Because if it's over policy, uh, that's public record. Sorry. If I it's said, private dealings for them to get money and franchises out of this whole thing, let's see those and get those corruption yeah. out of there. Show you me your emails show, or show me your tits. Ivanka, the ball's in your court. Speaking of clean the swamp, this fucking intern attorney general is fucking horseshit. He knows it. Did you hear about this shit? No, but I, I'm happy that Jeff Sessions, um, his show on Fox, The Cool Kids, mm-hmm. got picked up so he was able to leave the... That's the joke I made because he mm. looks like the guy from the Cool right. Kids show. But okay. um, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh-huh. he put out on his gram, the old Instagram, mm-hmm. he was meeting with Rupert Murdoch and a Saudi Arabian prince. Okay. He's going to be running for president in 2020. Being backed... <sighs> I mean, he is being backed by Rupert Murdoch and a Saudi prince. The same Saudi prince that just had journalists killed without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. That Donald Trump is still pancaking with because he has, you know, hotels and stuff well, over there. Well, Donald Trump doesn't want to get fucking murdered. No, no, he has hotel dealings. He has money on the line. He can't risk yeah. that. You can't offer an intercontinental breakfast if Saudi Arabia is not at the table. He is the biggest fucking pansy. <laughs> For him to say that I'm the strong man, that I'm going to be the law of the land, he just let someone get fucking murdered. And he's not going to do a goddamn thing about it. Back oh, that yeah. shit up with some fucking, you know, sanctions, demanding justice, I'm telling stopping you. the arms deal. Oh wait, that would hurt his bomb line again. It's a circle. Because Dwayne Johnson is going to run for president. No. So we're going to get two-term Trump. No, no, no. There, I have hope. There's hope out there. There's no hope. Yes, there is. Bernie Sanders runs again. He'll easily win that shit. Because Hillary Clinton doesn't have that two... So there's talks of her running again, by the way. I know. Uh, but she doesn't have that 200 up advantage as far as, like, <laughs> super Democrats or whatever they're fucking calling them. Because uh, she would have lost without that. Well, so Bernie runs again. He wins. But mm-hmm. besides that, there's other Democrats out there, like... Uh, what is his name? Ojeda, I think. I don't know if you heard. He's already announced his run. Like he, the dude from Texas? No. Oh, Virginia, I think. Or, anyways, his district that he Trump won his district by forty nine points. Richard Ojeda only lost, took that loss down to like a twelve points. He turned a forty nine percent into twelve. He flipped that much. That's impressive. And you should see his videos. He's got. Just the biggest balls. Hmm. He is a feisty motherfucker. Right. I don't know. I've after the midterm elections, I've got no faith. Two term Trump. Rock's I, gonna come in, and he, Rock's gonna come in and fuck everything up. He's gonna fuck up Bernie. He's gonna it, everything's gonna get fucked up, and then all the old codgery white people are gonna vote Trump back in. These videos aren't very long. They're like <clears throat> 30, 40 seconds. They're impressive. If I can find the right one, I'll show you one of them right now. Uh, but, so, are you ready to talk about the Maverick? I suppose we can bring on to that. So, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at you, and I'm not picking on you, but you, you did say, you did call him an American hero on this podcast. I did, knowing, (laughs) knowing that, but I will still say this. Did you, but okay, but. Like, before we start, did you call him an American hero because he was, um... No, because he actually fucking served. Okay. And he is still to the same extent, but he is still fucking so much more like Trump than I ever imagined. So, so tell the people, the good people of Generation Oblivious what you learned this week. Hmm. Oh my god, John McCain. Senator he, John McCain, the maverick. He is an enigma wrapped in just... The most luxurious life of being pandered and taken a, a care of. A silk handkerchief. Yes. And, man, he knew how to spin the news. Right. John McCain was the was Donald Trump. John McCain laid the road for Donald, for Trump. Donald Trump. And John McCain hated Donald Trump because Donald Trump was just like John McCain. We hate 
other we hate people because we see ourselves in the in those people. Mm-hmm. Like there are people that I hate from high school that I identify with on a molecular level, yeah. and I fucking hate them because they remind everything about them reminds me of myself. So I fucking hate them. And man, how much taxpayer money did this guy waste as well? With oh. how many jets and planes right? he crashed? Yeah. So okay. We're going to drop some knowledge on you. You can't be oblivious on this one anymore. So John McCain, RIP, born son of a brigadier general, right? Yes. Or admiral, sorry. Admiral. Born into a legacy, we'll say. Yes. Uh, Goes into the Navy, much like Top Gun. (laughs) He wants to be Top Gun. Let's imagine this story is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise crazy. So, Tom Cruise... So (laughs) No, I can't do it. Anyway, (laughs) McCain goes into the Navy, and he wants to be a pilot. He graduates flight school. Was it flight school? 314th out of 315 students? Like the bottom 5%. He was no, he was next to last. Yeah. They graduated 315 students and he was 314. Most once you reach that status, so he is a full-blown naval pilot. So, once you reach that status, if you have a plane crash, your record is generally over. They take your right to fly away. Especially if it's an un like if they can't determine why you crash, like if you like if it wasn't like a machine failure that was out of your control or you were attacked, um, but if you were just flying and you you know have a hard fart and you 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 freak out and you take out some light poles, uh, and you crash, they tend to take your wings away. Kill a country's power. System. Yeah, you you kill a whole country's power. Uh, power they take grid. your wings away. John McCain had six plane crashes. Six mm-hmm. in while he was in the military. Mm-hmm. His career should have been over so many times. One of those, only one of those, was during a mission. The other, he was flying for recreation. One of them, he was flying to cheat on his wife. Yes. So. But if nothing else, he is still here in the fact that he did at least serve versus our current president who had five deferments and one of them being a total bullshit that I was unaware of this until recently that did you hear about how his doctor's office was raided for his medical files? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. His doctor office lost all of his medical fires because someone raided him. Nice. Yeah, that's Convenient. not suspicious at all. Mm-hmm. But so you've got John McCain, who, so he goes, he goes, he's famously shot down. Well, before this, he's on an aircraft carrier. Yep. And he, the 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 information is very vague. Vague. It's rumored but, that it was a mishap on the plane beside him. But in John John McCain gets in a plane, and the plane beside John McCain's or McCain's plane somehow fires a missile on the ship. On the ship, causing a fire, to which eleven lives were lost. No, For, it was it was like a hundred. Oh shit! Yeah, it was like a hundred and fifteen. Okay. So, 115 lives were lost. He ejects from the plane and runs away while the rescue team runs towards the planes, starts pushing jets into the ocean. So their ammunition doesn't go off. So they don't explode and sink the whole goddamn ship. Um, the, The officer on deck... Is trapped by fire. Jumps into a Jumps into a safety net. Climbs into the hangar where he leads a fire brigade team. To extinguish the flames. Yeah. John McCain ran... After getting hit by some shrapnel. I'll give him that. But still... Light shrapnel. A little light shrapnel. Shrapnel. Who actually 
stayed there. And he tried to ran help into the guts of the plane and watched this on a closed circuit TV that, through the security cameras of the plane. Or ships. Yeah, ships. What? Hell said plane. Yeah, <laughs> through the ships. So, now he is all of, what, 30? Probably. 20? 20 or 30? Late 20s, early yeah, 30s. Yeah, give or take. So this... So then he throws a temper tantrum and gets sent on a mission in Vietnam? No, no, that's after he was deemed unworthy to go to Vietnam. Right. And had to play a game of, what was it, volleyball or tennis? Tennis. Volleyball's Top Gun. (laughs) And talk talk into uh, being let to go. Yeah. Because of his record of plane mm-hmm. crashes. So, granted, it takes balls to want to go to war. Mm-hmm. But this guy... So, John McCain, in his 30s, has cost, the, has cost our country 115 lives and how many... And hundreds of millions of dollars in aircrafts? The, possibly cost 115 lives. That was never guaranteedly confirmed, unfortunately. Eh, it was. Like, uh, they know it. The, 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 but definitely I'm gonna the say fact th- that he sat out the rescue operations doesn't yeah, say the, much. The, the, the f- he fucking did it. The The documents were fixed to make it look like he didn't do it. Kind of like one of the plane crashes that said he yeah. straight up just messed up. And yeah. Then, oh, we Whoopsies. found the part. Yeah, he fucked up enough. So we're going to we're gonna go ahead and add that to his debt. Um. So, now he wants to go to Vietnam. He has to play a game of tennis and convince somebody to send him to Vietnam. Then he crashes, and now he's a POW. So, he comes back. And when he comes back, his wife is fat. So, he starts cheating on her. Because she took out some power lines. (laughs) Yeah, because she was drinking and on some Vicodin, or a Valium. And she takes out a town's power. But she com- when he comes back, because he was gone for five years? Three years. Mm, I think it was closer to probably three or five. Like, I think it three, because it was like 15 months he was imprisoned and tortured. Right. Before the one guy died or something? Yeah. Anyway, we'll say three years. He was gone for three years. He comes back. His wife's an alcoholic. She takes out a, 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 a power pole. Um, she's gained a lot of weight, so he starts cheating on her, and he decides he wants to run for Senate, which, but, wait, he's still in the Navy, and he's cheating on his wife, which, if you cheat on your wife in the Navy, that is cause for a, for a court-martial. So, he is engaged to a lady while he is still married to his wife, and then he decides he wants to get out of the Navy and run for Senate. Uh. At the same time as he's wanting to go to the military college, yes, that you need a certain rank for, which he does not have. Correct. And he talks to Daddy's That's right. Friends. I forgot about that. He was a lieutenant commander, and you need to be and you need to be lieutenant. a commander to go to the officers' college. Yes. And he wasn't the right correct rank, so he calls his dad, and somehow because he gets he to a, skip the fucking line because he was a prisoner of war. So he gets into uh, Commander College mm-hmm. without the rank of Commander because of his daddy. Daddy. Daddy, I want to be in the Commander College. So then he goes, so then we'll fast forward. Now he wants to run for Senate. Right. To which he raises more money than his, than any his, other candidate has yeah. ever done that district. And that's the only reason why he gets in. And that's the only way he stays in. And then he runs for president, which I admittedly said I would have voted for him had he had not picked Sarah Palin as his running mate. <laughs> um, there was there was just there was no thought process in why he picked Sarah Palin as a running mate. Yep, that was just a bad move, especially releasing the Sarah Palin afterwards. <laughs> Which set up today is bullshit. So, long story short, 
he served in the military. But I'm reminded of of a like he was he was just a bad man. Like he was not what people imagine him to actually be. Yeah, he's not a Captain America esque hero. He just knew how to spin the media. Yeah, he was he was born into a family that had a lot of pull in the military and he used that pull and he exploited that pull and he wasted money he cost lives and he was the bully in class yeah and so he was yeah he was he was stubborn so when they were torturing him they were just torturing a stubborn kid like you can go to any school, and the most stubborn kid there, like, just happened to be born of an admiral. And he did not give them the name of just random football teams, like some other Republicans had said. He gave up his ship name, his number, his yeah. unit. Yeah, he they because the rumor was that he gave up the starting uh, line offensive line for the Green Bay Packers. It's not true. And he then, dropped his dad's name. Mm-hmm. He gave up all of his superiors. He gave out everything and he's regarded as a hero and a lot of people and he died being loved because he stuck it to trump and that's bullshit and there's two others that stuck it to trump along with him and how fucking horrible of people are they well apparently they had been voting against him a long time so right but maybe not as bad so it it it's it's just such it's and I know this is like our last our last podcast I said um, I titled uh, rambling and morbidly low note because that's what it ended on and but this that's what it is like we are born we are sus, we are susceptible to not susceptible fuck I don't even know what I'm trying to say I'm really I'm really just depressed that you we we've always been raised to think that you can do anything in this country and that good people win but they don't bad people win and, and very rare and few between are there the gems of the night that stand out yeah like fdr and God damn it, there was a guy that came into my store and he fucking went off on FDR for like 20 minutes. And I'm just looking at him like, you don't have a fucking clue. But like saying he was the worst thing ever? Yes. Oh. Yes. Fucking idiot. But it's it's just everybody. Like, everybody can be looked into. Everybody has skeletons in their closet and everybody, your heroes are not heroes. Your heroes are horrible people. John McCain is not a hero. He served in the military because he was born into it. He exploited that. He was captured at war because he wanted to go to war because they told him he shouldn't go to war. That's the only reason he went. There was no pa- there was no patriotism there. He's not a hero. The people that run our world are just fucking horrible people. And the good people, you know, the Bible says the meek will inherit the earth. But by that time, the Earth will be a scorched ball of shit that nobody will want. Literally catching on fire. Worse and worse each year after the next. Yeah. And there like are California still is about to go... Eight football fields a minute. 800 yards a minute is being lit up. Uh, your math's off there a little bit. What? Eight football fields? Yeah. No, no, no. At, at the height of the fire, the fires were burning at eight football fields a minute. Mm-hmm. A football field's 100 yards. It's 800 yards. Okay. Like uh, the, I was putting that into my feet and my head is what oh, I was doing. Yeah. Well, don't get me into, like, football yards are different yeah. than golf yards, which are different than... Right. Anyway, <laughs> that's a podcast for another day. We can talk about the fires next week because there's a lot of conspiracy theory going on there, which... That it's all the federal fault because most of the fire or forces over there are federal, so it's under his jurisdiction and well, not even California's? Well, there's 
fires are burning so hot that it, they're melting cars. Mm-hmm. Well, the cars are made of plastic now, too, versus yeah, metal. True, but, like, I don't, there's some conspiracy theories, like, it's harvest season for marijuana. And mm. these the marijuana crops that have been um, tended to and have been watered are going up in flames. So there's a, there's a lot of conspiracy talk out there that... That this is a person who's done this. Well, the powers that be, you know, big tobacco and alcohol are trying to squash mm. uh, marijuana. Yeah, that's not going to work. I don't know. It got legalized in more states. <laughs> I know. Not this one. God damn it. But, all right. Um, I know This was a heavy podcast, but I kind of like it. This might be the direction we go. Right. Let's just fucking... Look into everybody. Let's just deep dive. Bernie Sanders, we're coming at you. If you're a good guy, we'll support you. But if you're not, we'll find out. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, this is uh, Mark and Cameron. We're signing off. Peace.